What's up, what's up, what's up? So we're back with another episode of the Uptown Made Podcast, Gender Roles Part 2. My name is D. Rose, a.k.a. Day Don't Play. And it's your girl, Ms. Money Monroe. I'm Money Making Shade from around the way. All right, and we got a few male panelists with us today. So we're doing this podcast because we needed a response, right? We wanted to hear from our fellas this evening. So we got a few gentlemen on with us today. Can you introduce yourself, fellas? Uh, my name is Travis. Um, I'm from the Bronx. And yeah, I'm just excited to be here. Dope, young Trav. All right. What's up? Travis, what's good? All right, so what's good, everyone? My name is Damian Greatheart. I go by Greatheart's my last name. Or if I'm at work, I go by Professor Blue. Uh, stay true to yourself. I'll chime in shortly. Copy, copy. Uh, you heard it. It's your boy, Brand. I'm out here from the Bronx. Just we had to talk shit. All right, talk that shit, bro. All right, so yet again, like I said, it's another episode. And fellas, you know, we were dying to hear from y'all because we get into this conversation all of the time amongst ourselves. And I wanted to open up the space a little bit, right? So we're talking about gender and how it plays into our relationships, our friendships, working life, and how that looks from a male and female perspective, depending on setting and situation. So let me ask y'all a question. We already set the standard in the last episode about some expectations that we may have when it comes to our relationships, right? And the key word, a part of that was reciprocity and also making sure that stuff was equal, balanced, but taken care of. And we also came to the conclusion that what happens in your home may be what happens in your home. And what other people are doing may not be for you. So fellas, I'm gonna ask you guys, do you have any expectations out of your partner, whatever the sex may be. For me, it's have your own money. For me, I say be secure about yourself and who you are as an individual because at the end of the day, you got to be, you know, in tune with yourself. And if you're not in tune with yourself, you shouldn't be in a relationship with talking to someone because, you know, you can't... I was listening to T.D. Jakes, I want to say, a week ago because I typically try to listen to one of his messages or sermons. Um, and this was real the other day. And it stated, it stated, and you know, everyone's different. Depends on what you're looking for. You know, you're not gonna have that 100 from that person. You know, you you know, we can go shopping about what we want, but you can't buy a spouse the way you want it. You might get that 80 percent, and that 20 percent is just lacking. So you can't expect the person to do everything right because you're not perfect. So you know, I keep in mind, you know, everyone's human. If you want somebody to be 100 percent, you you missing out. So. I'll say at the end of the day, be mindful because nobody's perfect. Nobody's going to have every day perfectly. You know, that's just it. Okay. okay. So, so I understand completely. So we're, we're not seeking perfection in people, but do we have red flags or deal breakers? Like, oh, you know, yeah. right. I hear when you're saying like the money got to be right. But is it that having money, does you, does you require your partner to have an excess of money or just enough to maintain life? Is that a factor? Like we hear a lot of um, stories about women necessarily wanting rich men. They always say that women marry for money and men marry for love. I'll try me here because I've learned a lot because uh, I just learned a lot because I've been healing, going to therapy and I learned some things. And I'll be tuning in and talk to the old heads. And this is just me, my perspective. So, and this is what I gained over time. Um, 
a lot of people look at social media and don't think about their lives. So at the end of the day, if you see somebody or a shorty, unfortunately, I, I don't like how social media portrays our society and that's just, it is what it is. So you might see that one shorty, oh, I need a man who makes 150K. If you don't make 150K, what are you doing? But then at the same time, what, what do you bring to the table at 150K? Like, what are you bringing that man? And are you in those groups? But to flip the script on that at the same time, you know, I don't think financially... I don't think you need to be rich. I think you need to be financially stable in the tomb of yourself. And this goes back to going to a relationship again. If you if your priorities are not right, don't bring your baggage and put it on the next person because, oh, I need help X, Y, and Z. For me, I would say a partner is somebody who helps enhance you. But if you just ain't got that, you know, they, they can help out. But as an individual, you got to bring stuff to the table in a relationship. But the red flags are for me is, you know, are you secure of yourself? Like, if you only make $20,000 a year, okay, how do you live off of $20,000 a year? Are you secure for $20,000? Because I know I made about $30,000 a year, and I was secure. I still did trips. I made it work. You wouldn't know I made thirty k, but I'm going to make that thirty k work. So don't be, you know, influenced off of social media, you know. If if I'm talking to a spouse or a partner or like that, you know, I'm going to do the small things to make it work. Like, hey, look. We can go to the park, but I'm going to surprise you with some flowers. Like, you never had flowers. It's having that conversation prior to or in that relationship or how you're talking to someone. Because at the end of the day, red flags come when you're talking to somebody. You got to give the time. If you date somebody, if you talk to somebody for a month and you date them, you don't know who that individual is because I can bring you a whole different side when I'm pissed off, when I'm upset. If I, you know, I don't like this sexually, I'm not feeling you, my mentality might be, I don't know what your triggers are. And if you're in a rush to date me, something not right because it's like, oh, okay, we only been talking for two months. This is this is real sweet. That's that honeymoon phase. But what's really how you guys feeling about it? Like we said, it doesn't have to be the basis for all relationships, but it has to be a factor in terms of financial stability because, unfortunately, with a lot of people, especially persons of color, like we are trying to gain um, more financial awareness. And that's a big factor in relationships. We don't realize how money is a stress factor in society, how that can play into how we choose the people that we interact with and deal with on an everyday basis. So my question is, so, go ahead, Travis. No, 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 no. No, I was going to say, well, for those who are unaware, Travis is my little brother. Um, So my question question was, like, you being in college, What's the dynamic of relationships now? Like, I know what it was when we were in college, but what is it now? Like, is it the, I expect you to hold doors? I expect you to run up your meal plan for me? Like, what do you have a Ferrari? Like, what are you looking for nowadays? Fried chicken Tuesdays, spike the car, go meal. Fish Fridays, like, how does does that work? I don't know. Be lit. If you want me to be honest, no one's looking for anything, bro. Like, I'm going to be so honest with you. It's just a lot of people, they just, they don't really know what they want when they're in college. Oh, well, personally, what I've seen, no one really knows what they want. For- so, yeah, so what I was saying, like, people in, like, nowadays in, like, college, bro, they don't really be knowing what they want, bro. So, I feel like everyone's just, they just talking to people just to talk to people and just, just for like attention and stuff like that. Like, I don't know. That's just what I see. But yeah, I can't say like some some girls be trying to run up people's meal plans and stuff like that. <laughs> but 
But yeah, like I don't know. It's just I I don't I don't I don't see any I rarely see like solid relationships there. Like it's always like it'll end real fast. I don't really know what they want. Yeah. So when I was going to college, it was a big thing that women, older women used to say to young women that college is where you meet your husband. And I used to be like, ain't nobody got time for that. This is a little freak for all. It was a little mini freak nick on college campus. I was like, hey, you trying to get it. But that was a theory that a lot of people did stick to. And I went to college past the Mason Dixon line. So going to college in Maryland, I felt like a lot of people were motivated towards marriage as an end game goal. And being a New Yorker, I feel like the ideology behind that was a little different. Like we were taught to put our, you know, our business, our money, get what we need to get because it's an expensive city. So going out to Maryland, I did meet a lot of women who the goal was, you know, it was kind of like a God family football kind of place. And I felt like that was a center focus for what people believed. And I was coming into a new environment trying to navigate that in relationships. But my focus was my education and, of course, the turnout. I wanted to have fun and meet different types of personalities, different types of men, and get to know them in different ways. Yeah, I definitely don't think that was a thing in college. Like, I don't ever really hear, remember hearing that, like, a female being like, oh, I got to find my husband. Like, But at the same time, I'm at the school in Delaware with a bunch of people from, like, you know, New York, Jersey, D.C. and shit. Like, we have all city people. So I don't really think people was thinking like that at my school. It definitely was like, I got to get to, I gotta get to these classes and we got to turn up. So, <laughs> you know, I mean, I could low-key relate to that statement. I ain't going to throw my business out there. But, like, I definitely wasn't going to college looking for my husband. I mean, I don't have a husband now, but I am with the person that I met in college. So it's like, eh, I just for some people, I'm going to change gears on that one, but like, that definitely was not like a thing for me. Like, it just kind of happened that way, you know what I'm saying? But I don't really remember hearing that in college, you know what I'm saying? Like, everybody just wanted to turn up and go to class and shit like that. I don't know. So going to school in uh, little old North Carolina, <laughs> that was a thing. Like, people was coming to college. They've been in these relationships since middle school. Like, that was really a thing um, a lot of them coming to school like their parents met in college, so they felt like they had they were obligated to carry on that tradition of finding their husband the same type of way. And some of them did, some of them didn't. But then there was also people who their advice going to college was never go to college in a relationship. It's not going to last because you're now open to so many different options that you that you didn't have before. It's people from different states, people from different cities. You don't know who you're going to meet. Your boyfriend might be cute now. Your girlfriend might be cute now. But it, it, the pool might be way better wherever you're going. So it's like, it was just one of those things, like, where I went to school. Like, for some people, it worked out. And they still married. They got kids and everything. And for some people, it was hit it and quit it. And here we are today. So it, just, it was what it was. Where'd you go to school at? Um, for undergrad, I went to St. Aug and Raleigh, and then for grad school, I went to North Carolina Central. So what I now, what's that? What's that? <laughs> so I went to Livingstone College, and I went to A and T. So uh, we're not gonna start. We go. We go. We will yep. be cool with it. Well, I'll, I'll let you be great. I'll let you. Uh, we go. We go. We're not gonna. We're not gonna do that on here. <laughs> yeah. Um, being that I'm from the south. Um, this is going to be kind of a repeat, but uh, when you were in college, I'm not going to lie. This is what happened to my first week of college. I seen this one shorty. I was like, damn, she bad. 
And I was like, oh, she in the band too. So all the football teams. So I was like, all right, you know, I'm a football player. I'm, I'm a bagger shorty real quick. So we we leaving the calf or whatever like that. She's like, boy, get out of my face. I ain't looking for no love. I was like, damn. Now, this is the first week of school before, you know, even class start. This is just you trying to find yourself or whatever like that. I was trying to find a shorty. It ain't even pull, it ain't even work out. Now I ain't gonna lie, I ain't gonna put all my business out there, but uh I think like towards my end of, end of my years of college, I, I had somebody in almost every dorm. I'll just be honest like that. But it was, campus was just like that where you can just holler at different people and people wouldn't know your business like that as long as you know how the people move. But people really wasn't looking for no relations, but there were couples, but they were an unofficial couples, if that makes sense. Like, you can talk to Shorty, but hey, don't don't talk to Shorty when I'm around. Like, it's a wrap or whatever like that. But uh, it wasn't like, oh, Everyone being serious. I've seen some people fight at, at a club or a party before over, yo, why you dancing with my shorty? She didn't even claim you, bro. What you mean? <laughs> so, another story. The second week, because I'm on the football team, I didn't know, like, this uh, junior on the football team. So, I'm hollering at his shorty in the bookstore, whatever like that, getting my books. I'm like, yo, she bad. I didn't even know. So, the next day at football practice, I found out the hard way. I was like, yo. And Shorty said she ain't got a man. I'm just like, what's up? So my college experience is a lot of people don't try to be official. But uh, when you start seeing people hold hands, take notes. But uh, when I was in college, anything is fair. I'll say that. I mean, I personally felt like it was very easier for a woman to get a reputation on a college campus than it was for men. Like, speaking as an athlete, like y'all were kind of ripping and running in a way that when people sent y'all to college, it was more so encouraged. And I feel like as a young woman, it was looked at a little differently. Like you didn't want to come in too hot because the girls who came in too hot quickly escalated and it was people trying to seek them out or find them in a different way. Opposed to, you know, you know and, I, and I think that's an issue in society in general when we talk about sexualization and we talk about people being themselves that women are allowed to present in different spaces in different ways. And men have the freedom to kind of change like chameleons, right? So he can be a athlete in this space. He could be a scholar in this space. He could be a player in that space and have the same level of respect. But as a woman, if I don't maintain that same demeanor, then I got a lot of different narratives coming at me. But y'all over-sexualize too a lot of the times. Like, um, <sighs> An African-American woman, I, I'll, I'll go on this because I can't really speak on any other culture, but um, y'all over-sexualized. Y'all could put on a nice outfit or, you know, get dressed up for class or smell good. Damn, you find what's goody, da 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 Y'all get, you know, talked to in any type of way, but then as soon as y'all be like, oh, you know, not interested, don't get me wrong, this is, I don't call females this bitch, damn, I ain't get no attention, da 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 but I see that happen all the time. I'm like, yo... Just give her a compliment. Keep moving, bro. It wasn't that serious. Nah, she out here in the streets. She in the streets, but you mad because you just try to holler at her, bro? Come on now. And I've seen this countless of times, but don't get me wrong. But, you know, women, you know, sometimes I want to dress up to go to class, smell good, or even in society every day. Like, damn, yo, shorty bad. She inside the store, grocery store, but she bad as... Hey, what you shopping for? Oh, you got some kid supplies. I don't know, but... Uh... But yeah, women get over-sexualized a lot of the time. And don't get me wrong, too. Fellas, we do just as well. But it's not as more often as women. Because women, y'all can put on a nice outfit, smell good, be put together one day and just, damn, like, what's up, mom? All right, fuck you, man. 
I'm about to start screaming at the niggas with the gray sweatpants. Like, what's good, Daddy? What's in them pants? Because what the fuck? I can't walk outside with no shorts. So, what I get my so do y'all get sexualized like that? Like, the way Maddie coming at it, like, at the neck? Like, do y'all get sexualized like that on the street? People be like, hey, what's good? How are you going? All right. So I ain't trying to talk the whole time, but my thing is I have before because so during COVID, I started playing around with colognes and stuff like that. Then I started, you know, working more. Cause I started seeing, not working more, but I started seeing the clothes go at discount. So I started stocking up real quick. I was okay. So when we was back outside, I started, you know, wearing the clothes and the colognes. And yeah, it started happening. I'm a baldy, you know, got the beard, got a little gray in I'm six, six and a half. So when I go outside, I've had a couple of times before I was like, yo, what, what y'all doing? So you was wearing oh, Hoochie yeah. Daddy shorts. You was out in the Hoochie yeah, Daddy shorts. You was getting catcalled. Like, hey, papi. Let me see. All right, real talk. This is what happened this year. My sister stays in Dallas, right? <laughs> so my sister stays in Dallas. My homegirl took me to a... Uh, this spot where it's just like tacos or that I haven't seen her in a while. She's actually one of my former students. So I had linked up with her to you know see how she's doing. So she walks in and I walk in behind her. And as soon as I walk in, this shorty grabbed my arm and pulled me and said, let's go. So my homegirl pulled me. She's like, no, let's go. I was like, damn, it's like that down here. I'm, I'm, I ain't gonna hold y'all. Like I just left a place that was a little like that. Atlanta can move a little like that. Hell, you know my experience as a woman is very different like the way that man holla at you especially out on the street it could be it can be considered abrasive i ain't gonna hold y'all right yeah it's a compliment if you walk up to me you're like oh hey you look good thank you like i was always taught it never hurts us now right like yeah. I'm not gonna sit up there i'm not gonna be disrespectful i'm not gonna violate I can already see Maddie like hell to the nah. I don't. Yeah, y'all see my face. I don't smile because don't fucking always everything. But like I say, it don't hurt the smell. That's how I grew up. Same time when you get disrespectful, like I said, I'm gonna sound like Scarlet. I'm gonna start coming at your neck. Like get the fuck back. I don't have no choice. (laughs) (laughs) No, I'm dead. But no, I feel like it's an it's an approach, and like I said, we're so used to being stepped to a certain way. Right. And I think that's also like it sets a tone. If I allow you to approach me like this, I'm allowing every other person who interacts with me of this same species to come and interact with me the same way. Like I'm tolerating the disrespect. So we usually put up a little bit of a defense in that regard when we always go through the same situation. My rule for engagement, and I'm, I'm gonna back off a little bit later, but I'll stop. But my rule for engagement is for a woman. Um, if I can make you smile and laugh, that means you're interested in conversation. If you just give me that little eh. I'm good. All right, no, you're not comfortable. You got something else going on, or X, Y, Z, blah, blah, blah. So that's just my rule of engagement. See, that's a little bit of a bad assumption because you could have said something funny as hell, but I still don't have the time, and I give you a good hearty, hard heart, and you think I want to have a conversation with you? No, that was funny, but I gotta go. Have a nice day. Like that's 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 the bad assumption. You know what I'm saying? You never know what people. That's my perspective, though. I'm from the south, so we got southern hospitality. That's so first, it's a little it's different. First impression. Like, no, but yeah. she's really be funny. Like I've had that where somebody said some shit that was OD funny, and then like really try to hold up my time, and I'm like, yo, I'm not even trying to be that person, but I gotta go to work. Like, okay, and that's all you so gotta what's say. What's your, what's your move? Like, if you which which what's, what's your next question? If you want, let me go. Then obviously you wasn't that interested, or if you want to ask for the digits, then by all means. But like, you gotta move quick sometimes. Like that. Yeah, whole, no, respectfully. Yeah. No, I'm sorry, Poppy. Like I can't. What's up? What's like, no, I was good. You know how you doing today? You know what's going on? You know if you busy, you can say that. But you know if you interested, you are gonna get the number. If not, it is what it is. 
Yeah, you got 15 yeah. seconds less. <laughs> you need 15 seconds or less. Like, she I mean, you, I just the can, you know, I don't, you know, I don't. Um, Not you need an elevator speech. I need. <laughs> <laughs> like, my, you know, you got to keep my attention. You got a few seconds. What's up? Like, throw your pitch. Like I said, my whole thing is I can never say that laughs are an indication that you're really interested. That's true. Yeah, right. That is that's that's about a lot of things. I'm funny, you funny, we keep the jokes rolling for hours at the same time. Mm, that don't mean I'm trying to get with it. But you know what? That's why they have now on a lot of campuses. Do they have a conversation with you guys about consent? Because that's been a big conversation. Like how consent used to look. Yeah. Of, was just like if somebody was like yeah ah, they give you the little yeah then you was probably good <laughs> and now a yes is a yes and a no is a no so if we're not setting that as a clear boundary then what are we doing do they talk to y'all about that Josh? or no um i think i think yeah but i was like freshman year i barely remember anything but like i yeah they, i'm pretty sure they did talk about it it was like an orientation. Oh, okay. But yeah, nah, yeah. And then it, it went out the window after that. I get that yeah, I mean, I, I know when not to do something. To do something. Like, it's, I know it's you do. It's, it's, yeah, it's pretty straightforward to me, but other people be, I don't know. Yeah. Mm. That was okay. I mean, I'm going to hit y'all in a real place. I'm going to say, I'm going to go deep. Yes, I'm going to hit y'all in a real place. Like, so we used to celebrate this thing on campus called Denim Day. And Denim Day was basically about all of the women on school wearing all of their denim attire, especially their jeans, uh, quote unquote, they skinny jeans. Because there was a woman who was assaulted based off of wearing skinny jeans. And a judge had said to her in the case, "I, you're going to lose this case because you wore something provocative. Your jeans were too tight. So that's what led to the assault. That the other party could not control themselves. And I was like, yet again, that's another one of those gender things that people don't talk about. The ability to enact control. I don't think it's fair to say that men don't have control. I think that's like a double negative on them too. Or to say like, because of that, we should change how we dress because we feel like we know this as a fact that they don't have control. So I have a discrepancy with that. Y'all got to tell me where y'all coming from. Sir, if you cannot control yourself, I'm chopping your shit the fuck off. Like, if a judge ever sit there and tell me something like that, I'm suing everybody. You kidding me? Like, no, because that sounds absolutely crazy. How you want to sit here and tell me I got assaulted because someone can't control themselves? But if it was the other way around and I went and hauled off and punched him in his face because he's making advances at me, it's like, oh, you can't control yourself. You went and hit that man. Like, that's crazy. I, that just offended the hell out of me. I might go a lot. But, like, I'm not feeling that. I'm not feeling that. I'm not feeling that at all. Are you kidding me? Like, oh my I'm gonna let somebody stare her down. <laughs> right. This is Maddie United States after that because I'm suing everybody. <laughs> Do you understand me? Like, no. Mm-mm. That's like now, so. Guys, now, guys, I gotta ask y'all a question, right? So, this is one of the things that I do expect when I'm walking down the street and it's a new, a custom thing when I have something heavy. So I was coming from the airport today. Y'all. I was traveling today and the guy popped the trunk and expected me to put my bag in the trunk by myself. Now I'm going to be real with y'all. Look, I don't mind giving a little assist to pick this bag up, but that shit was heavy. I understand. I don't know if he had back problems, but 
we just sat in the car and it was like we was we had an was exchange. This the Uber? Five minutes. We had like a was good this five Uber? This was a whole Uber. Oh, I thought this was somebody you knew because I want to be like, oh girl, hold on, wait. Who is this? Because I'm about to awesome. But they will just sit there. They do not get out and help nobody. They do like a lot of Uber drivers do that, and I'll be like, um, hello. Can so I get a little the gentleman, um, the persons of color who was in the car who did not come and open the trunk. Uh, we took a we took a minute, so I had to insist, and I was like, you know what? Like honestly, I don't mind tipping for something that I need assistance with, but it was clearly it was a struggle. Like you watched me struggle from the door all the way up to the car, and did a smooth one of these, like it's open in the back. And then he gonna and let so- you scuff up the back of his trunk with that heavy ass suitcase. That's on him. So, so two things. Can we spend the block on that last statement? Because uh, I got, I, I was letting others go ahead, but I do have a statement for that, the denim part, because I, I want to chime in. But for this one, um, how I was raised, because my grandmother raised me, then my grandfather raised me. Um, I always, I'm, don't get me wrong, I'm not perfect, but whenever it comes to a woman, I try to treat her like, you know, like because at the end of the day, a woman is that somebody's mother, aunt cousin, whatever like that. So I try to treat her the same respect as my mother and my grandmother at the end of the day, whether that's my shorty or that's just a friend. Um, even the friends I have, they know regardless, hey, you're not touching the door. Like, I don't care how you feel. If you're not, you know, you're not about to be doing things that God should be doing. Um, you're not touching the door. You're not about to sit here and pick up something heavy. I don't even care. That's my female friend with the gas station. Nah, I'm going to do that because I'm a guy. Like, I'm not about to sit here. To me, it's, it's, it's looking like you're looking like a bum. I'm from the South, so a lot of Southern hospitality was certain things. Like, I'm not about to let the shorty walk on the outside of me. Like, nah, bro, because I'm from the South. I peeped that. Like, nah, bro, you, you not, that's not even your girl. Because if I see a guy and shorty walk on the outside, that's fair game to me because you're not even trying to treat her right. So I have a lot of Southern hospitality. I was raised by my grandfather and my grandmother, so my grandparents are still a lot of the old school stuff for me. So that's just how I am. Like, my mannerisms, like, for me, I never called out a shorty by her name. Like, that's, that's disrespectful. Like, I always remember talking about a short, like, you know, like that's your mother. Treat like your mother or your grandmother. It, it doesn't make sense. Even if you upset, remove yourself from the situation. Come back when you calm down. There's no way. So the small gestures a man should do, I've been doing that all my life because that's how I was raised. Can I challenge you real quick? Because you keep talking about this other thing. And my father literally growing up taught me, like, because we talked about this last episode, how a man's supposed to pump your gas. He's supposed to hold the door for you. And my father, father, okay, he do have ties in North Carolina, but he's born in the South Bronx. All my uncles were born in the South Bronx, and they all instill the same thing. So when you say this Southern hospitality, I don't think it's just a Southern hospitality thing, I literally think it's just how you're raised and what's instilled in you. I don't even think it really is where you come from because, again, we from up north and I've heard men say that my whole entire life. Like, those are things a man should do. I agree, and that's just the area I'm coming from because, honestly, I was born in Queens and all my family's from Queens or Manhattan and stuff like that. So, but regardless, like, even my family, but this is real strict growing up, like, you can't date a shorty unless you've got your shit together. If you ain't got your shit together, leave her alone because there, be, there should be no reason why you can't take her out, why you acting, you know, like a bum, why you can't treat her right. Because my in my family, if you got a shorty and you can't provide, hey, bro, we're going to call you out of heart and be like, hey, bro, what, what you doing? Nah, you need to back off, get your shit together before you get in that relationship. So, all right. So, I what if what you're in the relationship and he loses his job? So, what happens then? He got to figure out how to provide. He got to. What we doing? Like, how that go? The ideals that y'all are pointing out come from an older generation. And that doesn't yeah. kind of. That's valid. 
society. Like you're saying what your grandfather, your grandmother, with your father, with his family, like that's generations preceding us. We're in a generation where we're trying to break generational curses, right? We're trying to do things better than the people before us. So that requires a little bit of an open mind. I'm not going to ask a man with a slip disc to pick up something that he can't pick up. I mean, no, no, stupid. (laughs) Right? Like, I ain't trying to kill, bruh. But a little transparency is yo, niggas. You know, like, my back ain't really doing it the right way. I'll be like, respect, because no lie, as a woman, I felt like my um, femininity was challenged in that situation, because I'm just like, you looking at me like, oh, I got it. And I was wondering if I was other, would you have rushed to go and pick up the bags? Mm. So it's like, you know what I'm saying? Like when when people see, us, especially black women, when they see us, it's like, sis, you got it. Like you got the fortitude. Ooh, in the medical field. And I'm like, no. Um, I kind of want, like I said, I have the same level of femininity as anybody else. And there's times where I do got it, and I got it good. And there's times where I do want some assistance and some support. So I think there's a, like a detached narrative that people kind of look at us through those different lenses. Like if we see strength, if we see a strong woman. I don't feel the need to do all of that same holding the door or carrying bags or some of that same chivalry that um, people kept mentioning. Uh, I agree because a lot of things, a lot of the time with black women, it's just that expectation for us to be strong and do everything. Like I've seen this lady carrying 19,000 bags into the building and nobody wanted to hold the door for her. And I'm like, ma'am, I got you. Like, go ahead and do your thing. But it's like, all y'all men, y'all walking past her, y'all don't even hold the door for her. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's stuff like that. And it's like, oh, she got it from the car to the door. She should be fine. But like, a little assistant goes a long way. You feel me? I definitely agree with that point you made. I feel like you better remember to say thank you because I'm from New York and I'm living in Bronx. And so it's times where women don't even say thank you. And I'm just in a hell like, yeah. now if I throw this whole door at you, I'm wrong and I'm the aggressive. Yeah. So it's just like, I will, like you could be, you could be kind of like right behind me and I'm just going to kind of sometimes I'm going to let that shit go. Like I'm not like, it's literally like, they will look at you like, even in my thing is, even if you don't even speak the English language, a head nod, a smile, something like so. I hear all that chivalrous shit y'all talking. I do, but at the same time, I live in reality. I don't live in no fairy tale book. Like, I'm sorry. This sounds like this happens to you today. <laughs> it happens yeah, all like, the time. Like, it happens all the time. Well, see, that's the crazy thing, because growing up, I remember one time somebody, a man held the door for me in the building, and I did not say thank you. I got popped in the back of my head, like, you supposed to say thank you. It's really one of those things, like, like, I was like six or seven, like, I was young, but, you know, it's just, it really is how you're raised, and honestly, like, shit, if you got pop a bitch in the back of my head, then go ahead, follow me. I'm be real. You brought up the whole like not walking on a certain side of the street. Now I dated a guy who got me hip today. He was like, if you walk on the specific side of the street, it's like you're for sale. I was like, for sale? We're like what? Yeah, like, did us. Well, my boyfriend's. I'm like, not nah, for. I was like, all of a sudden you became a pimp. Like, what are you talking about? And I'm like, I'm just naturally walking. And so he would get upset. Like we on a date, and he would get like fire red because I'm walking mm-hmm. at and like you know unconsciously. I'm just moving, I'm shifting, I'm looking at different things, like I'm walking. And he's like, nah, you gotta keep, stay to the side. Like, stay to the side. And it's like, I appreciated the killer instinct in that sense, but at the same time, I was a little like, like, 
put off about the aggressiveness to it. Like it was important. Like he didn't. I didn't know what was going to happen if I crossed the street. Like someone's gonna snatch me instantly. Like maybe a little anxious. I was like, damn, they coming for me. How <laughs> nice. All right, so I'll, I'll chime in for this one. Um, yeah, like if you walk on that right side, you for sale. That's how I view it as an individual. If you on the left side, we walk, you know, walking down the street or whatever like that. Because this is how I was taught. You know, what if a car comes up or what if this person gets splashed with water? At least you, the man, will get you know take that impact. Now, at the end of the day. Do I agree all the time? Because, you know, I don't want to get hit by a car or splashed by water, but I understand being a protector and a provider as an individual, as a male, I get it. But if I if a car comes my way, I'm about to shove the shit out of you, I'm moving too. That, hey, look, we're going to figure this out. That, that's just my perspective. I'm looking at the rest of the fellas. They faces like, yeah, but... Uh... You see me run, you run. That's it. <laughs> like, Trav, do y'all... Like, I know you hold doors, but I know that, and for the sake of this, we'll say mommy mommy taught you that, but <laughs> but <laughs> I know you hold, but do you feel like you obligated to do that, or do you sometimes you really feel like, bitch, get the door yourself, like, hold the door for me sometimes, like, how, how do you really feel, like, is that still I'm... a thing, though, like, in college, do they want you to hold doors for them? Man, I'm gonna be honest, sometimes I feel like Sometimes I feel like I feel like I you can just get the dirt yourself. Like it's right there, you know. But you know, I'm I, I'm a nice person, so I'll, I'll get the door for someone. But it's like some things. It's like man, you can't just get that for yourself, like you know. But you know, I'll, I'll help. Like uh, how Daniel was saying with um, I was using the Uber and the guy and over the back. Like I'll do. Like I'll pick up the bag, you know, put it in the trunk or whatever. Or like you know, just simple stuff like that. But yeah, in college, I don't know. Man, I just, I just, I just hold doors, bro. Like, I don't really know if they care or not, or I just do it because it's like I'm just used to doing it. That's how I was like raised. To, you know? yeah. My thing is how far, how far is too far? Because you know, you might be walking to the door, you like ten steps behind Shorty, <laughs> you know? Because I, I've seen that before. I'm looking like you couldn't just grab the door. I'm a whole like twenty paces behind you, like. Like I said earlier, I'm not perfect, but I've seen some people who just who, who will turn around and look like, wait a minute, I'm not even close to the door. You really want me to rush to the door? All right, whatever. So I, I, I feel you on that trail. But I also see people run. Like, I don't know if y'all are runners to the door. Like, I don't think Travis yeah, no. the door. Like, hey, hey, let me open it first. No. I've had people oh, no. push me away, like, you practically wish me in the forehead. Like, get back. So I can open the door. Nah. <laughs> Hell nah, you shit. She's a runner. She's a track star. Shit, not me. Hell, I'm too big. Look, I'm I'm 3:30. I ain't running for shit at this day. Look, I'm 6'6", 3:30. I ain't running for shit. Oh my. I'm clearly trying. Yeah, like if you want to stand there and hold the door for me, and I'm 65 paces behind you, that's your business. I do appreciate it. Thank you, but I don't expect. Look, it be shit like I'm that. I'm just looking here. You know what I'm saying? I don't expect that, but that is nice. Like. But let it go, like you know. Do y'all have any expectations as men? Like now, that's my curiosity. So we're saying we don't think it's ne- we're not saying it's not necessary. I think it's nice. It's a human being. It's a as a good action, good faith action. Holding the door is dope. But as males, do y'all feel like there's certain things that women should do to make the day go a little bit easier or a little bit more hospitable? 
I got quiet. Look at the crickets. I was like, right. Oh. It, it was a deep size for me. Like, they got scared. They got scared. They was like, for me. Uh, man, I don't know. I'm gonna hold back. Ahead, I don't Trav, know. You, you, like, you, you, like scalp, you like your scalp oiled? Like what you like? Like you like your feet rubbed? Are you one of those men who like they feet touch? Cause try okay, we ain't ready to like get that. her started. <laughs> we ain't ready to like that. I your sister likes her feet rubbed, so it's okay. We are aware of this. That's like, different. That's different. It's okay. We know. <laughs> you gonna rub these feet? Okay. <laughs> you want a full house friend? Let me know. So you saying like what do I expect from women like this in general or like or, it could be in general or in a relationship. Like you said, as a in a relationship, as a friend, just as a you know, a general human being walking this earth, like do you feel like women should uphold to certain things too? I know it's it's shaky. We're putting you in a hot seat right now. Yeah. Be warm. Yeah. It's hard because it's like I feel like as men, like it don't really take that much to like please us, bro. Like I feel like it's more easier. I mean, it's more harder to please women because they, you know, they 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 want more. They want a lot of things, you know. But us, it's just like it's just simple stuff like oh, like trust, like. I just I want I, I want you to trust me. I need you to trust. I need you to trust me. Like you know, just simple stuff like that. Like I don't know. I, I, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so all, all y'all need is our trust and our support. I hear that. Okay. Yeah, like, like, so long as I ain't gotta cook no meals. I ain't gotta wash no clothes. Like no. I'm I mean, <laughs> I was about to say, don't be crazy. Like to eat. Like tell it. That's what I'm saying. Speak your truth. Go ahead. You want your scalp nah. oil? Go ahead. <laughs> Girlfriend writing notes now, like, all right, yeah, he wants that. Okay, cool. <laughs> like, nah, I mean, I don't really take that much to please me, bro. It's just you got to be a good person. I can trust you. You know, do you can do stuff for me sometimes. I do, I do stuff for you. Like, it just got to be equal, you know. Yeah. All facts, yes. I like the, the young girl. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I like the equal. That's dope. See, I see y'all, y'all parked up when it's like people feel like men have less expectations than women. We expect a lot out of our partnerships and our relationships. I, you know, I don't know. I, I tell people this. I have to challenge that sometimes. I don't feel like women want a lot. I think we very much align with wanting good human beings too. We want to be with people who things are balanced and it is reciprocity. I don't feel like somebody has to do a million different things for me that I don't feel like I'm not doing for them either. Or if I'm doing some of this stuff, you're doing some of this stuff and the rest of the time we got our own back. The That 80-20 philosophy holds very true. You're not going to find everything that you want in everybody, but I'm not going to settle for 20 ever. I'm never going to settle for 20 in any relationship, any friendship, any work relationship, anything that I do, I'm never going to set up for 20. So I feel like you got to decide what type of human being you are when you're dealing with people. Some people like to be like, yo, if everybody's doing something for me, then I feel love. Like, do y'all know y'all love languages when it comes to stuff like that? When dealing sure with other people? Sure do. I'm just saying, I'm hip. Like, I know my love sure languages. And acts of service for food, 
but quality <laughs> time is even better for me. So oh, I we know are friends. <laughs> like you know, so I know that those are different areas where it, it builds. So if you're not doing those things, then I don't feel like I'm being validated in a relationship. And I don't want to say like I need that to feel validated. I'm just saying I don't feel like the relationship is going as well. So if you have a person that's an 80, but they have like your number one red flag. Like, how do you work around that? Is that What's a flag? That's low key possible. What's the flag? Go oh, flag out there. <laughs> they need their toes sucked. What that escalation? <laughs> <laughs> gotta go. Gotta go. Okay. Wait. Uh, what is happening? What? I cannot. I don't know. I'm doing something. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I mean, like you could be a hundred. I'm not doing nothing with no fee, bro. Like I'm sorry. I can't. I gotta you know. we, yo, y'all can't lie. Everybody has a deal breaker. Like you can't say, "Look, we all the world. We love everybody." And I know everybody want to coin "love is love," but we all have a thing in the back of our mind that goes, "I ain't playing up with that shit. I ain't dealing with that." Multiple kids and multiple baby mamas. That's definitely like I don't deal with that, but I just know that's what a lot of people deal with, and I'll be like, "Ooh, I can't do that, jail." No. All right. So answering everything at one time. So for me. It's physical touch and time, right? But for me, the deal breaker is you ain't about to talk to me any type of way. Like I don't give a fuck who you think you are. I can be in a relationship with you, but hey, look, if you upset, go figure that shit out. Like calm the fuck down, regroup later. We'll talk about this. Now, if you're not one of them people, I'm not about to do this with you. Point blank, period. Because honestly, if we're both grown adults and we can't communicate effectively, if your emotional intelligence ain't there. We shouldn't be here right now. It just is what it is. Now, some people, they live in that environment. That's that's how they communicate. That's how they live. That's not me. I ain't about to sit here and accept that. It just is what it is. Now, uh, it was another question, but yeah. Now, to have a red flag, it, to be mature about it, if you just can't deal with that red flag, you just can't be around. Like, for real. If you just a yellow, look, I got to go. You could be everything but with the yelling part. I can't live with that because I want to get married with you. And you got that yelling part, and it could be my trigger, which yelling is my trigger, which is weird because when you play sports, you get yelled at, but like outside of sports, it's just like, who the fuck you yelling at? And like everyone I date is, is shorter than me, so it's just like, who the fuck you about to get spicy with? But anyway, that's just me. People are gonna get spicy, Poppy. What you gonna do? About that? That's a I'm talking about look. If you if you get spicy about something, and you, I understand people have feelings and emotions, especially in conversations or whatever like that, or, or heated environment. But hey, look, go figure that shit out. Go go calm down for a second. I know it could be a heated argument, but hey, if you out here cussing a while, hey, take a time out. You need a five minute energy break. Go go figure that shit out. That's yeah, just how I, I agree with him. I agree. I you better one two three or three two one. Like you better motherfucker. Do, do your breathing methods, all of that. Because I don't believe in disrespecting nobody. I, I, and I feel that way. But I'm also a passionate person, and when I have something to say that I need to communicate, you have oh, to I be know. in the space to also hear me out. And I yeah. think that a lot of times people. But it's the way down. you communicate it, though. Like there's a way to communicate effectively without you screaming at me. But if you feel it, how do you do that? Yelling and screaming. I think if your voice because you need... you're passionate, right. that's one thing. But if you ah, that's just gonna get you punched in your throat. Like, bro, what's good with so you? So you gonna punch me in my throat? So you, so you gonna be, so you gonna be violent? 
You violent. I mean, I'm just saying, like, come on with you screaming at me like you my mama. Like, nah, son, now nah, you're not gonna be screaming at me. Now you can yell. Like, if your voice, like, I, I feel like now I'm kind of yelling a little bit. But like, if you in the middle, like, you know, we have a little bit of a debate. That's different, you know. But when you start hitting them optives, it's like, yo. <laughs> Okay, let me throw in a monkey wrench though. Let me throw a monkey wrench in here. And this is for the ladies, right? You ready? Because I had an ex who did this shit. And I was looking like, this is why you like that shit. And I was just like, what? So some ladies like that shit, and that's how they start sex. So what's up with that then? See, I wasn't going to you on that because I was trying to be real PG. No, no, but, no. I'm not into that kinky shit. Don't yell at Like, if you start yelling at me and all of that. Don't touch I me. had I'm some dude, he, he wanted to be like Neo and make me mad every five minutes and he was trying to provoke by shit. That's how women end up in jail. Fellas, that's not the key to life. Do not try to turn her shit up by start initiating arguments. It's I in the movies. There are, but there are females who, like, I know females that like stuff like that and I just be like, what's your problem? Like, that's not, like, it's all fun and games to knock you out. Sometimes. <laughs> Like I, if I was like wrong in the argument, I might use that like as a way to like make you forget that I was wrong. Just saying, mm. it works. It works. It, it do because that's bad. It, it do. It do. I've been there. But don't yell at me to try to turn my shit up because it's not gonna work. No, I mean, like I've had it done in two different ways. Like literally, if I'm feel like I'm getting annoyed and I'm raising my voice. I've had men hit me with the smooth, like with the very white voice, like, hey, 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 you're doing too much. Ooh, I, I, Sometimes I, I, I don't know. I'll be like, ooh, okay. Like, let me <laughs> <laughs> Yo, that literally happened to me one time. I was like talking to Shorty, kind of like low-key crazy, and we was walking to a restaurant. He turned around and was like, yo, shut that shit up while we walking up in this motherfucking restaurant. I've done that before because I was like, look, you ain't about to look crazy inside here. And that shit just... She was odd as fuck. Hey, where are we? Hey, why are you talking to me like that? Okay, I'll shut up. Right? You all adjust yourself? You like a friend? Right. Right. time. You like what? No, 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 no. And like you said, it's a it's a kind of like a demeanor that comes with it where I don't assume that you're gonna be violent. Like you can get my straight. He can reach back and do what it is. Like it was like somebody spoke to you in a way that was assertive. You could communicate effectively and be assertive in your communication and not have it be perceived as disrespect. So people got to understand that too. And I think that men have a hard time perceiving it that way when it comes to women. Like we're assertive in our communication. We're not trying to communicate disrespect. We just mean what we say and we say what we mean. And so it comes across differently when it comes to, like I said, if, if y'all do it versus then when we do it. But like I had a guy too and like, no. Like I said, he may be tuning into this, but we gonna, <clears throat> I'm going to tell a story. So when he felt like he wanted me to stop speaking on something or he felt like he wanted to change the subject, he would just kiss me. So if we were getting into a conversation and I was just like, yeah, I really feel like what happened yesterday, he was like, all right, we done with that. And that was just a taking on difficult conversation. <laughs> Yo, I don't like all these things. It's, it's Brandon's giggle for me. Yes. Um, that's very dismissive. I don't like that. It is dismissive. It's like a pat on the head. Like, okay. Next. Right. right? Like, that's cute. And I'm like, mm, and it'll be like every time, but that's how he felt as a man. Now, I could challenge so many things in our conversations where I knew I had the upper in the area that we were talking about or things that we were doing or discussing. 
but for him, when he didn't want to engage or he didn't want to feel like I say emasculated in conversation, because that's a big one that men do use emasculated, feeling emasculated in conversations or in situations. He would just kiss it and say this is a non-aggressive way of shutting down and changing the topic. But I felt like I was being shortchanged in conversation. So to me, it didn't just quiet me up. It kind of revved me up because I felt like I was being dismissed. Yeah. That's valid. Like, who does that? <laughs> no, I know people that do stuff like that. Narcissists? Right. That part. Very much so. That part. <laughs> um, I, all right. I was talking to a shorty before and I was talking to a shorty before, and she, if she didn't know how to come off, or she wanted to to throw it back in my face, or hey, I, you know, how does that make you feel? You know, and and it was a very passive aggressive way she did it because she wanted to get more information about it so how she can do it, so she can come back around, kind of attack it, so she can think about it. Well, how does that make you feel? You know, where's your viewpoint from that? Now, mind you, these are still good questions, but how she did it psychologically, after a while, if I figured it out, I was like, yo, you don't even know how to chime in. Are you trying to attack this a little differently? I was like, okay. It took me a, a minute to catch on. Cause I was like, oh, she didn't, she just didn't know how to chime in, but she was kind of making it as a toxic way too, how to flip the script. Cause after a while she'll say, hey, well, how does that make you feel? And then she'll hit me back with the, Oh, that's crazy, or you know, I'm not feeling that. I don't like stuff like that. I'm like, damn, I thought we was having a conversation. You can feel some type of way, but then if you do it on a psychological way like that, like nah, you gotta mm -mm. sound like entrapment. <laughs> <laughs> she she majored in psychology, so it was crazy, yeah. You gotta look out for those. Uh, don't do that. Um I majored in psychology. I majored in psychology also. <laughs> Psychology and that. criminal justice. You gotta watch out for those too. Well, I was gonna minor in criminal justice. I was so intrigued by mm, I ain't gonna say it. But anyway, oh, you watch first 48, don't you? <laughs> I do, I dabble and I do fall asleep to it. I don't care. Like she watched Jeffy Dahmer. What's the name? Jeffy no, Dahmer I actually didn't. No, I was not into the Jeffy Dahmer thing. That is absolutely gross. Like him eating people. I don't know what he was doing, but I don't want no parts of none of that. I'm cool things. Criminal Minds, all of that, the one order, CSI, all of that good stuff. Yeah, I, I love, love um, situation. What's the one that come on TV? One, um, oh my man, or uh, Fatal Attraction? Fatal Attraction. Yeah, I'm about to say, my friend knows. She know me well. Yeah, Fatal Attraction. Yeah, that'd be having me captivated. I'd be like, ooh, I didn't even see that coming. I'm like, well, <laughs> Have y'all seen the ones where it's like the crimes oh, for my man? That one, yeah, for my man. Yeah, for my man. And they be yeah. doing all type of dumb shit for their man, like girl, bye. I would never, I could never. No, I mean, but like, let's say statistically speaking, right? So, more women are incarcerated behind bars due to certain crimes they did in relation to the men that they were with, right? So, a lot of women are locked up for the stuff that they did behind dudes. So, it's like. I don't know how y'all feeling about that. There's a lot of bros who are like, they're not going to end up going to jail behind their girl, but there's a lot of women. A lot of women sitting in prison for time. Ain't no big that guy. <laughs> I don't, I'm going to tell you right now, if you go to jail, I'm one of those people like, I ain't putting no money on books, I ain't writing no letters, I ain't taking no trips, I ain't getting on nobody's bus. You up. 
well then. That's why I see jail money for my people. Because like, one of y'all go to jail, I said, no. <laughs> y'all ain't gonna see me for a minute. I can bail you out, but you ain't gonna see me if you're doing the bed. Fellas, could y'all have taken the papoose route to life? Like, if you had a woman who was getting ready to do time, or if you had a partner who's doing time, how do y'all feel? Like, there's somebody that you're dealing with, and they hit y'all with the, I got a bid about clean, I'm getting locked up. Are y'all sustaining yourselves? Are we making this work? Um, I don't know about all that. Well, that real love ain't trying to keep y'all like y'all got that real love. Like, like what's y'all max time before y'all like hell no? <laughs> he max time. He got a day. He went in there last night. No, bro. No, honestly, you better not make it essential bookings because, sir, I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> like, oh my god, that actually happened. One of my exes, he had got locked up for hopping the train, and he didn't even get on the train. He was dead as a stand on the train platform. So he was like, he, you know, they like locked him up and stuff like that. But he was like calling me for two days, and I was like, oh, I thought you was like in jail, jail. I was like, I don't do jail. Sorry, we got over it. But I was just like, mm-hmm, child, I can't do that. I don't do no business with nobody. You got locked up for a bus ticket? Yeah, no, I'm cool. I'm gonna get off you. Sorry. All right, look. I thought I I say situational because you know, maybe three years. All right, cool. But you talking about five? Hey, look. It depends on where we at too, though. Depends on where we at. If we just started talking. And you get locked up, like, hey, all right. It is what it is. But you talking about? Hey, we've been we've been thugging this out for like maybe you know two years or three or whatever. And you do a bid for like three or four. That ain't enough time. Three or four. I don't know. You doing a bid longer than I knew you for? Hell no. I'm not doing that. <laughs> you can't sit here and tell me you know somebody for two, three years and they got to go to jail for two hours. You have been in jail longer than I've actually known you, child. I'm sorry. I don't know if the friendship is worth it. That's why I said situational because it's like, wait, what, what What? was you doing even to get up in jail in the first place? Like, do, like how much do I really know you? If you scamming, I might rock with you because like everybody do a little scam. <laughs> but if you was in jail for like murking people, killing people, anything mad aggressive, like raping all of that, hell no. Fuck no. Like, I'm sorry. Anything more than y'all already heard, anything more than two days, I'm out. Like, I'm going. What about a little house arrest? I don't know. Maybe that little monitor, little bracelet or something. Keep them- yeah, because at least I know where my nigga at. <laughs> 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 I cannot. Yo. <laughs> I'm just saying, we you know what's yeah. going on. He is side by side. Yeah. I'm just saying. Shit. Yeah, that's too much legal. Daddy can't find you the ones on house arrest because, like, you always know it is. I'm just I'm just saying, that's it, but it's still too much legal stuff because it's like probation officers. You gotta go back to court. Like that's just too much. I can't. Come on. But what if you already know that? Like, what if you with the person and you know they into some shit? I'm gonna why, you that, why you go that far? I'm giving well, it. I'm just saying, but it's some people who Don't tell me too much. Like. If you doing something that you're not like, they enjoying the lifestyle in a way that they question me, I gotta be like, who, what, like, really, like. By week one, I'm gonna tell them like, yo, if you get locked up, do not expect me to sit around. So this is your chance to either say, bitch, be going, or we gonna ride this out. But I'm just telling you, like, I'm not sending you no bitch. 
Now, if it's a year, maybe, depending on the lifestyle you was giving the sis, like, I don't know. Like, <laughs> then, okay, then that situational thing does come into play, because it's like, well, damn, you got me living a little lavish, poppy. All right, I might have to hold you down, but anything more than a year, yeah. Y'all trying to make a shine and ditty slash deal. I don't got a sound for that. Like, look, no. I don't care what buddy is waiting for me when I get out. Um, I'm like, because like I said, no, like that those situations create a lot of stress and people don't always come out the same way, giving the same energy as they mm-hmm. once said or once did. So nah, I'm cool. I'm self-sufficient. If you get locked up, that's on you. I'll tell your mama you in there. I'll make sure the message gets passed along. But um, that's about it. I'm just saying. You know, I'm just saying, like, you don't know what be going on in there. It be sick. It be. But, okay, let me say, like, Mm -hmm. let me. A lot of people in society feel that the reason why our generation, us as millennials, may not be in a lot of marriage situations or find healthy relationships because our partners may be behind bars. And they say this for men and they say this for women too that a lot of our people are of color are incarcerated due to petty crimes. And that's what's taking them away from the community. So are we open when we say red flags, when we talk about people getting locked up? What if that's the person that's for you? What if that was one life mistake or one situation that they were in? And when they came out, they they do all of the things. They're all of the people that you're expecting. They're the 80% at the end of the day. Do we block ourselves from me and our blessings in that aspect? I mean, were they, what was, what exactly, like, can they get a job? <laughs> you only work at McDonald's. That's real like, shit, though. I ain't trying to support you. No, yeah, I'm not going to Like, what are we doing here? Not to put nobody's business out there, but I know somebody who definitely sat through like an eight year, like damn near eight year bit with Shorty, and they got married, and they live in happily ever after in their little apartment in New York City. And I, I'm like, I've seen both employed. Okay. Do we want to get very technical? Like, if we got to get technical, like Are they legally employed. No, they're okay. They were legally employed, but the missus, the missus was not in jail. But due to the pandemic and all that craziness in New York, you know, they they no longer work because of that whole little pandemic situation. But prior to like when they when 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 the male came out of jail, like he was in a work program. He got him a fly ass job, making six grand a month. And then the, the missus, she was good money too, doing her education thing. But again, you know, New York City, the mayor <laughs> was playing people during the pandemic and she lost her position. But coming out, they both were like working and stuff like that. It's just life happened. You know what I'm saying? But um, yeah, but even the residual effects of that is kind of like a thing of where you're talking to the person and it's like, oh, so and so is calling. I'm going to call you right back. Well, hey, I'm on the phone telling you, like, I'm on the side of the road and I need help, but you're going to hang up with me because your jail bay is calling. Like, all right, cool. Like, let me call somebody else. But it be shit like that. You know what I'm saying? Like, that whole jail call thing. Like, a lot of that, I just, I, it's just a lot. It's a lot. Imagine the visit jail that you got to be all covered up. And I know I like to be naked. So y'all telling me I got to cover up and. What? I don't want to do that. Like, um, but I, 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 I don't even want to get up. Um, this caller is calling you. <laughs> but then there's also another thing because the person that was in jail, he was like holding himself down. Like he had money. It was never a thing where she had to send him money. She would be like, "Yo, I'm gonna send you something just cause." And he'd be like, "Hell, fucking no, I'm gonna send it back." So it's like also a thing of that too. I find out like. If your man is in jail being a bum and you sending all his money and stuff, sis, 
no. But if you do have a man in jail who's kind of like, yo, I'm going to send you money. Like, I'm going to make sure you good. That's a different situation. Like, damn, you locked up and you still making sure I'm good money. Then, all right, all right, all right. I might wait so, What I heard is if Prison Bay is getting his hustle on the side of the pen, then it may be possible. So, fellas, if y'all meet y'all a female, right, via internet, she says she incarcerated. If she says she going to school, she taking classes, she going to come out and she going to make a better life. It may be worth exploring. <laughs> That's what I heard. That's what I heard. That's what I feel like. I heard. <laughs> um, but you know, I'm gonna switch gears real quick, and I know so we can get into the latter portion of our conversation. All right, people. Um, when it comes to, and I know, although I don't identify a part of this community, there's a lot of different dynamics that I do see play out amongst the LGBTQ when it comes to same-sex relationships and interaction. And um, I used to say this to some of my friends all of the time. I was like, then when they have a healthy, when I see healthy LGBTQ relationships, I'm like, y'all support each other with a lot of balance. Like, I feel like the love is loving. But I also found a lot of my female friends, there would be some that would play a more masculine role and some that would play a more feminine role in their dynamic. And that wouldn't always play out well. So I had to ask questions. I was like, is that like a big thing of like amongst like gender fluidity? Like, is it hard to kind of divvy out roles or responsibilities? Or is it like, we do, I do, you do, everybody gets You want to go first, Brandon, or you want me to go first? <laughs> um, I think I'm going to let you take that one. I mean, no. Um, I just feel like we should just be equally yoked in all terms of... Whether we're at our low and we're going to build each other to get high or go further or whether we're both at the top and we just trying to go like straight further from that. I just feel like I want somebody that's for me, that's on my level in terms of shit like that. So from a female's perspective, like I feel like my relationship is equal, but like I said um, in part one, it's not like that with every female relationship. So, like, there's some females who, if they identify as a stud, they really feel like they a man. And when they get home, they dinner should be ready, this, that, and the third. And then there's females who identify as a femme, and they feel like they not taking out the trash, they not doing this, they not doing that. So, in some relationships, that really is a thing. Not in this one. But, it's, no, but seriously, like, in mine, it's really a, it's a... I don't even want to say give and take. It's a given deal. Like, 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 lesbian relationship ever. Like, y'all are so lovely. <laughs> I'm not <laughs> saying, like, cause you you know, like, over the y'all are just so lovely for each other. I'm, like, so happy for my friends, honestly. Right? We over <laughs> Hey, girl. Hey. Um, you know, so I was watching, so I went to see Jess Hilarious the other day, and she was kind of telling jokes, and she was talking about being gender fluid, right? Basically, and saying that. When she tried to get into a female relationship, she was like, "Yo, she calls herself a play stud or a stem." That's the word that they coined yesterday during the comedy show. She said she she a stud fam. She's saying that that's like the type of line that she feel like she existing, right? So she was saying that she took a woman out and she spent like seven hundred dollars on a steak, and that she really, really liked this girl. She was really interested in her. She took her out to dinner, got her a tomahawk steak. If y'all know a tomahawk steak, that's like yeah, that's awesome. yeah. No, right? So she took money out, spent money for it, and when they got back to the crib, 
she was like, they were about to get intimate. And so the girl had an expectation like, oh, because you spent the money, because you did this, you're not going to take care of me. So she was looking for some of that good, good. <laughs> sloppy, sloppy. <laughs> so she was looking for that. And Jess was like, um, put her leg up. And she was like, um, you about to handle business? I spent some <laughs> I'm with Jess on this one. Like, bitch, I just spent... First of all, I know I'm a freak and I play both sides. First of all, you know, she wanted to make her exit out of the community because she was like, is this an expectation? She was like, if I got to spend the money, she was like, I don't feel like I'm about to get dealt with the way that I feel comfortable being dealt with. Because she was like, I'm still a female in this situation. So yeah, I fed you. But what's up? I'm not going to do nothing else. So she was expecting... Because so wait, I guess I'm a little confused on the whole situation. Like I've seen what was going on on social media. She was expecting to feed the girl twice. Like (laughs) basically, she was 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 full of nine. She said, "I don't care." And then she said, "The girl's body was that steak. Like she didn't get a corner of edge or nothing. What? She was letting them a little bump. She had no part of that steak. So she was like, so she said, the girl like literally dropped her panties, and she was like, "All right, pick those back up." And she was like, <laughs> but is it not wrong? To, 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 that, boy, hold on. Sorry, really cut you off. Is it not wrong for men to then expect the same shit then when they take a female? All right, so then now we sitting here. She's all offended, and I'm just like, where's the the reciprocity? Oh, <laughs> reciprocity. <laughs> no, see, somebody buy you a seven hundred dollar steak, salmon, fish. Yes, because bottle. like you would say, no, no, no. Oh, you wanted to spend that money. I didn't ask for this. Exactly, you wanted to spend that money. I didn't. Right. Ask for this. So, what is the expectation before we go out? What what's gonna happen when we leave? Are we on that same page? We we smash it or not? Like what's goody? Like if you know, if I get in your car, you like before I buy this dinner. No, 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 no. But I mean, back up. up. No, no. I'm talking about. All right, let's say you know me, me, whoever talking. Right, whatever like that. This our first date. Blah blah blah. If I ain't bring up sex, I ain't expecting sex at the end of the night. Now, if you if you invite me over to your crib and you give me the sexual vibes, was goody. But I'm not about I'm not about to buy a seven hundred dollar tomahawk steak. This our first date or twentieth date. I don't give a damn. That's just me. I give off natural sexual energy. So you telling me if I say, oh, come upstairs for a drink, you want to just assume? See, that's what I be talking about, my niggas. Y'all just Whoa, assume. hold on. Hold no, on I'm now. I'm I'm look, I got to see what you got going on. You got to invite me to the room or something now. Look, you might give me a drink. I'm going to lobby. Like, you want to sit here on this couch? <laughs> like, <laughs> I see that's, that's what I'm saying. That's a big misconception because I've been told that, too, like being naturally flirtatious. I'm not trying to vibe with you in that way. I'm just trying to see if your conversation go a little further. We had fun tonight. We had fun tonight. Like, so and they trying to have extra fun. If you invite me to the bedroom, what's goody? But if you invite me to the couch, okay, cool. Like, you gotta throw the right hits out there. They can happen there too. I don't even like people dropping you up. I'm out around the corner. I be telling people the address over. Like, oh yeah, I be telling niggas the next building around the corner. Like, I'm not niggas. Niggas niggas is crazy. But going back Mm -hmm. to this whole thing with just hilarious because low key, like, 
I'm when it comes to females, I'm a little rough around the edges. So like, yeah, like low key, like sis, damn, you can't lick my shit first. Like, why, why I gotta be all that? Like, I don't even understand why I can't it be. It could be a shared experience, but you should at least start the experience. Like, what the fuck? I just spent all this bread on the steak. But then me saying that is like, damn, that don't really sound too crazy when a nigga say it. That's why when I date niggas, I'd be like, oh, we can go half night because I don't want you to think. Like, I don't want a nigga to think. I don't even date niggas for real, honestly. I'm gonna be up a thousand percent. But like. I, I don't know, like, bitch, yeah, come on, son. Like, you could do something first. Like, what's up? I've been doing everything all fucking night. Like, what's up? But that's a female. Like, I don't know. Like, it's just, for me, it's always different. Females and males, I treat them totally different. What a female. Mm, you no. gotta give me, you gotta, if I get that vibe, if I feel comfortable, like, oh, okay, you invite me upstairs. You, you say you want something to drink. If you start rubbing my leg, I know what's good, but if you ain't giving those vibes, hey, look, I don't stay in yeah, the But hold on real quick, though, because for the female, if she didn't, even regardless of what she expected, like, I wouldn't have went upstairs with Jess. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, if I'm the female, because it's like, all right, this bitch did just kick out the grip. She probably expected me to suck on the yum cat, and I ain't even trying to do all that. So let me just try to ease in to just be like, hey, I gotta go, or hey, yeah, no, you know, that tomahawk steak got me a little fucked up in the stomach. Like, I can't really parlay tonight. Like, I'm gonna say something to get out of there. Like, she should have went up there. Well, mind but you, you also should know who you going on the date house, with, though. though. It was the girl's house. True. It was the girl's house. So it's like, Jess had oh, yeah, no. and Jess took her back to her house. And so that was my whole thing. That was Shorty Crib. So she was just like, all right, you could come upstairs to my crib. Now I invited you upstairs. So remember, Jess paid, but Shorty invited her upstairs. Oh, so, so there was something she wanna look the twat. Like, you invited me up. You ain't up, you ain't trying to lick the box. Like, what's up? Like, but you also should know who you going out with, and you should know if they do that or if they don't. So there are some so. there are some yeah. girls that are touch me knots and all of that. Bitch, you gonna get touched today. So like but what, um, so what's the conversation around that? Like how do you have that conversation as a male, as a female? How do you say to somebody like first day out the pocket? Like, look, you ain't getting no pussy, I ain't licking nothing, I ain't making nothing, I ain't sucking nothing, I ain't doing nothing. Um so what we here for. Like, you. Right. I'm here for a good time, not a long time. <laughs> <What we laughs> here I'm here for the meal. <laughs> All right, you so got, got money you. to put up for this meal? <laughs> <laughs> nah, I don't know. Right. If I hear somebody say they're a pillow princess, I'm definitely rolling over to the left. Bitch, I'm not playing. I had that experience recently, like earlier this year, and I was so upset. Like, how you look this fine, but you don't do shit? Like, all you do is take it. Like, what the fuck is wrong with you? Anyway, let me chime back one second. Yeah, I just like it. Bitch, what? No. What? Yeah, I don't know. I'm telling you, I don't know. Yeah, I can't relate. All right. Back, back to the story. Back to the story. Um, my fault. So, for me, right, I got to figure out how comfortable you all be, right? So, if if I'm if I'm gonna take you out on a date, I'm gonna pick you up. I'm gonna give you a hug. If I if I can caress on the body a little bit, okay, I know I'm good. If you just want the church hug, all right, I gotta ease my way into this. If I give you the church hug, I know I gotta come back for round two. But mm -hmm. if I can if I can do a little grope, you know, a little caressing. You feeling me? You you hug me back with the upper hug. I'm in there. But if you give me the uh, I know nothing going on. That's just me. I think that men don't know how to read those moments either. Like, just because she's not interested in the moment doesn't mean that it'll never happen in the future. 
So I, I think agree. that people cut those moments down too quickly. Like she could be like, uh, because something else is going on. Like, yo, I'm not even gonna yo, I'm about to get crazy, crazy. This is gonna sound graphic, right? There are men, and I watched a whole forum of this, and I know this for a fact that when a girl says that she's on her period, that dudes be like, Let me check. Cause they feel like yo, I oh my god, that's why I had a friend tell me that, and that scared the shit out of her. Yo, for real, for real, there's a lot of dudes out here that like she could literally give you that look, like no, no, thank you, and they're like, what? But you went out to dinner. What? You went out to eat? What you mean? No, that happens to my friends. Like no like boundary. There's no boundary. I'm gonna say it was like I watched like. Over a hundred plus women right into the forum saying the same thing that they had an experience like that. We were so determined, and this was from eighteen and over. Everybody writing like, "Yo, there was a dude that was like, let me check.'" I gotta take a shot for that one because I ain't never. Yeah, uh-uh. no, I literally had a friend call me and tell me that happened to her. This was like five or six years ago when, like, you know, during like her, I think she was in her like. Her master's program, maybe I forget, but she was in school and like the guy she like took her on a date and everything like that. But she was like legitimately on her period, and the nigga was crazy like, oh, I don't smell nothing. Let me see your pad. I want to say, and I'm like, I'm like, no, like you, like what do you do in that situation? Like, is that like a form of rape? Like, do you call the cops? Like, what do you, what the fuck do you even do in that situation? Like, how the fuck? And that doesn't mean that she didn't vibe. See, look, the whole thing, it didn't mean that she didn't vibe him on a date. They got along. She agreed to hang out with him a little further, but she never gave him the promise of pussy. See, people got to understand there was no promise of pussy. There's a window for that, right? So, no double P. <laughs> no double P. <laughs> this goes back to Shay, though. And I got I got my own story for this. This goes back to Shay. You got to know what's up before you go out. And then what, what Brandon said, too, you know, if we ain't going out, what's good? Like, what's up? Like, if we ain't about to do something later, I have a homeboy, and like he told me he did it before. I was like, bro, so you did it when she was at the red light? Yeah, bro, it's fun. Nah, bro, I ain't, I ain't with that shit. That's a whole different level, but dog, I can't get into that shit. Nah, it's, a, it's a lot more lubricating. Nah, bro. I ain't here for that shit. What is it called? The devil wings or some shit like that? Nah, bro, I'm good. Like the devil wings? What? No, I, know, I, know, I know a female Look, that like part of the red sea. Yeah. Um, first off, we all we're gonna be very sex positive. There's nothing wrong with people having sexual acts while experiencing their period. Oh, that's it's, fine. This is not my cup of tea. People splash in the red seas. That's what they do. But any anyway, I mean, the reality of it is, is some women also because of discomfort and for various reasons. If you choose not to, you choose not to. So I feel like, like you no. said, it's a matter of your friend saying he with it or he not with it. Even if he is with it, if I'm not with it, it don't go down. So it's like you got to have two people to say yes. There's two people in every situation. Mm-hmm. And you got to have consent from both parties. So my whole That's thing it. is like where he now feels like, oh, I'm not vibing shorty. Like you said, your friend who went out on a date, Maddie, like it was like, oh, I don't believe you. That intensity about I don't believe you, I feel like you're trying to curve me or you're trying to do something to me, is a part of ego. That's a part of ego. His ego and his pride was hit. He didn't even care that she was dealing with what's considered what's like a medical, a natural medical thing. Yeah. And it's like, his damn, I kicked out this bread for you to eat and I took you here and all that and you ain't giving them no pussy because you claim you on your period. Like, 
Like she I'm like, she, on a date? she had not went out on the date because I'm looking at the fellas' faces. Like y'all all looking. Up no, but no funny shit. It's not. Don't go out on a date. Here we go back to reciprocity. Like you know. <laughs> It's oh, red right now. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. It's red right now. So, like, yeah, we can still go out. We can vibe, whatever. Uh, uh, uh. But then maybe on, maybe I'll take you out the next time, whatever. I don't know. This is just me maybe thinking, like, I'm not a female. I'm not a woman. So I can't really. But just in terms of, like I said, reciprocity and, like, just being uh, transparent, maybe, you know, you took me out this first time and it was things wasn't going as how we both may have wanted it to go. Next time, maybe I'll take you out and then put the business on you. I mean, I don't it know. Wasn't like, even that's to just that point, though. It wasn't even, but how it wasn't, but I, it wasn't to that point. But I feel like we're talking about whether we either we getting it to that point and that's why we're going out, or then again, stay your ass home because, right, like, so what we out and invite me out for dinner, and then I sit here and say, Oh, I can't go to dinner because I'm on my period because I know you don't want some pussy. Like, how does that sound? You know what I'm saying? Like, that's it sounds like transparency to me. Then no, I'm, right, I'm gonna wait till the next time. Sex. You taking me then exactly like Shay said, you gotta make it clear from Jump Street. If you invite me out on a date, right. let me know if you want some pussy at the end of this or not. Because if I'm on my period or not, and if I'm not feeling you or not, I'm not giving you no fucking pussy. Like sometimes it takes you going on a date to realize you are not feeling the person. Like you will sit there and be like, ew, you chew with your motherfucking mouth open now. That's eternal. I can't get with that. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like you just may not be feeling the person. So it's like the, the way that Expectation now, every nigga after the day expect to have sex. So now I have to introduce myself to saying, Hey, I can't go on the date with you because I'm on my period. Like, that sounds fucking nuts. But why y'all dating? But would you rather the nigga still try? Because you know these niggas are still going to try whether you I mean, read or not. Like, 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 my friend's situation, she, she was in front like, of her house all the time. I it shouldn't expect be expected. You to push up that way. Like, my whole thing is why are we dating? Are we dating to get to know people? Or are we dating for sex? Because sex and dating no, don't always have to exist in the same space. You could have sex with people that you don't date. You could date people that you don't have sex with. What are your main intentions behind dating period? And that's my whole thing. When I date people, I date to get to know the individual to see if it's something I want to pursue. See if you have similar interests, hobbies, beliefs, whatever the case is. See if we can vibe. If I can learn from you, you can learn from me. But if you're dating me with the sole intention to sleep with me, then yes, then be that transparent. Before you even ask me on a date, be like, I really just asking you on a date because I'm trying to hit. That's an instant veto. You're not going to take that instant veto because it's an ego thing. So you're going to finesse. So if Is that so have, aggressive? That is. No, I mean, you know, let me I be for real. So. I, rather, I do rather the truth. Okay, right? The dudes who come across, is, is it aggressive? Yes. Is it honest? Facts. Once I say no, then leave it alone. So that's my whole thing. It gets increasingly aggressive if you keep at it, right? So if a dude asks you a question and he's just like, yo, you know, um, I want to go out with you, but just to let you know, like, I expect sex after this. Now nah, my man's I pass. What? You pass? What you mean? You're not trying to go out with me? I'm telling you it's a good time, bro. You didn't even respect it after the first no. I banged it once. That's when it becomes a more aggressive situation because you gave a window. I could have said yes. Like, I could have said no. You not have to accept whatever answer is given to you. And I think that that's what it comes down to. I'm all for transparency, brand. Like, I feel like that's what you're supposed to do. But once I'm transparent, you don't now deserve the right to cross my boundaries or pressure me into doing anything other. Right. But that that goes in part with the type of person that you are dealing with. Once that no is a no, then I, all right, cool. It is what it is. We, we ain't getting there. But, like, 
that is an ego thing that goes back to an ego thing. This nigga feels like, oh, he take you out, we could do whatever, and it's still expecting something at the end of the day. I don't really, you know, I don't believe all that. Like, once you say the no, all right, cool, it is what it is. I might be disappointed that I fed you and I paid for it, but at the same time, it's just like, you know, it, it is what it is. Like, I'm sure niggas got a whole bunch of, like, little black books, and I can find, go find me somebody else that I could just go give it to after this. And then if it turns into something else, you know, a second date prior, possibly, then all right, cool, but I'm, just, I'm not going to trip. I feel like niggas sometimes look crazy once they trip off of not getting none. And that's the thing that women use to be like, oh, no, like, da-da-da-da, this nigga crazy. Like, oh, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's just it's just ammo to make niggas look even more crazy once that nigga, once the no is said and these niggas is still trying. Like, Is it, and you know, I don't want to say this, so I'm like devil's advocate, but it's kind of like this. Is it easier when men are having those conversations amongst themselves? Like, is it different? When two men are in a space and they're agreeing to go on a date, is it the same pressure cooker experience? Is it like, hey, I'm expected of these things, I'm expected to do one or the other, or if we both split the bill, it's either us saying, yeah, we going home, or we not going home, and it's a mutual, but like, is it a pressure situation? Is it the same level of pressure situation? I want to say pressure, um, anxiety, I guess that borderline, you know, pressure, kind of, sort of. Um, hell, I'm damn near checking this nigga out. I'm like, all right, like, um, yeah, I want to go somewhere sooner or later. Like, what up? But at the same time, like, when these texts were happening, I got certain news and shit sent to me or ripped. So it's just like, all right, yeah, like, I am going to expect, like, if I do take you out or whatever it is, we could either go back, come back to mine or yours either way. But at the same time, like, if you, like I said, I gotta respect whatever come out your mouth, and that's just and that's just that. Like, and that's so that's a waiting game. You don't know what's gonna happen until after we already been out. That's my whole thing. Like, you don't know what anybody's gonna do until you're in the moment of actually doing it, and it's about remaining composed. So it's like if you don't like the answers being given to you, all you could do is eat it and then leave the scene. Like I ain't never right. felt type of way about leaving a date like if i feel like something's not going well and i don't feel like it's a safety concern then i'm a dip i'm gonna be like all right like cool i'm gonna pay for my cab this is my money for the meal i'm out like you talking crazy you 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 moving weird i'm out right but there's people who also don't feel as comfortable there's men who gotta be willing to get up from the table sometimes too if you're not feeling her energy you're not liking her vibe get up Yo, I met this dude. And he Is it get up that. and pay or like get up <laughs> oh, and like we put this? Dude, <laughs> girl to the spa, right? He's a girl on a spa date, and she was mad that they had to walk from the free parking lot because she wanted the valet parking. So she was like, "I don't walk. What do you mean I don't walk?" So like, so he's like, "Oh, it's not that far. Like, I just gotta pay a little bit more money if I park there. If we park from the walking parking lot." Take a little pit pat and we inside of the spa. So she was like, Drop me off in front and you walk from the parking lot. Like, leave me here in the front of the spa. So he's like, I did. I left my ass right there in front of the spa. And she saw me drive by and go past the light as I took my ass home. Y'all remember when I said, Who's your friend? Because I fucked with him for that. Are you kidding me? She was was ringing him like, Oh, you just gonna leave me out here? And he said, He was like, As a gentleman, he felt obligated that he see her waving on the street like this, like you're not coming back. Nah. And so he was like, "All right, like a part of me had to spin the block." And he said, "I picked her up and I dropped her off at her house." He said, "We ain't speak the whole way." 
But he was like, I told her, I was like, you're not going out on a date with that attitude. You <laughs> better stay his ground, King, because that's crazy. That's a little crazy. Like, <laughs> drop me off in the front. All right, I'm going to spin the block on that ass. You, you, you set yourself up for that one. She should have known that was going to happen. But see, communication is key. Has she said, drop me off? Maybe she got a little foot situation, her feet hurt, or whatever. I don't know. Would that have made him be a little bit more understanding of why she was saying? Or if she offered to pay for the ballet. That's how I thought. I was like, why didn't she offer to pay for the parking that she wanted? Like, if okay. she wanted to be like, yo, babe, I see you already paid for the spa. I got the valet so we could park the car. Like, compromise. I don't walk. Well, Hey. You walk in a day. You walk in a day. Like, right. You walk in a day. Females, no, that's out of pocket. Oh, I don't walk. So, um, y'all, we're going to go around like final thoughts because I know we spoke about a lot of different situations, a lot of scenarios, and a lot of vibes. What would be your words for the people? If you had to say for this new generation, in response to the older generation in terms of expectations, relationships, gender, what would you say is something we could all benefit from knowing? Stop going based off social media. Please. Stop thinking every relationship you see is relationship goals because you don't know what the people go through behind closed doors. Y'all see Remy and Papoose. It looked good on the, it looked good as a picture, but you don't know what them people really dealing with. So we should all be equal. We in a relationship, we need to be equal. Everybody needs to do their part. I'm sorry if you the man know I need you to do that trash for me, baby. But I took the trash out today, y'all. I will tell y'all, I didn't take the trash out today. Y'all need to be proud of me. This is piling up, and I was like, oh, I can't do that. Let me just take it out. Because the garbage is funky. You took it out because it's stank. No, you gotta it wasn't take it funky, out. but I was just like, you know, I'm like in the midst of moving and shit. So I'm like, damn, this trash is getting a little crazy. And sure, they ain't going to be home until 3 a.m. So fuck it. Let me just throw it away. It's okay. Like, they'll be proud of me. So I just throw the trash. I just can't do yeah. it Man, I could just say just I like I say equality, yeah, like everything need to be equal. Like I said before, like I don't know. I just feel like if it's not equal, if you're not showing me like you're not showing me you don't you like me or you love me, it's like man, I feel like I'm doing all this for nothing. You know? But yeah, just equality, yeah. For me for me. Uh, the advice I will give: don't, don't be into the world. If you're looking for someone, give them some time, date them, and figure out who they are. I believe in the eighty twenty because at the end of the day, nobody's gonna be perfect. But give it time. If you gotta date that person, you know, four or five times, don't rush it because at the end of the day, you gotta know who that person is. Where they upset, they mad, they off season, they good season. You gotta see how they operate, how they function because at the end of the day. Um, if you don't know who that person is and they try to rush into it, don't rush into any situation. Figure out who they are, give them some time, date them to see who they truly are. Dig deep. Brandon, man. I guess it's a little piggybacking off of um, Mr. Greyheart over there. Just know who you with, like, know who you're pursuing because that's just people wear masks, I feel like, and it could be like, some time into the relationship and then you see like, oh, like you see the colors coming out of the, you know, the black and white, the gray area. So it's just like, just know who you dealing with and what you're going into. 
and I'm gonna always say this that friend friendship is the foundation of all healthy relationships. And that's what we don't put a lot of emphasis on is maintaining and tapping into our friendships and our units. How somebody greets you, how somebody behaves and that relationship will show you a lot about how they're going to be in the long term. So become friends first. That's how you learn about reciprocity and balance. You learn who's there for you, who's in your corner, and what type of support you can tap into through those individuals. You learn a great deal about that. So that's about keeping balance and having those healthy, healthy relationships and conversations that serve and encourage you to be your best. All right, folks. So it was a pleasure, everybody. Thank you all so much. Um, this is a winning squad right now. Okay, y'all. So this is episode four, Gender Roles. I'm going to let everybody know. Stay tuned. We on YouTube. We on TikTok. We on Instagram. We go live everywhere that you live. All right. So episodes coming soon near you. Look out for it.